Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. So, uh, welcome to Holy Week 2020. Um, yesterday, I did the readings for the Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday readings. Um, we can't take part in liturgy. We can't be in church. Um, but uh, there's nothing to stop us from participating in the readings, in the uh, with our families, with our friends, or even by ourselves, um, whatever the circumstances call for, we're still called to be holy. We're still called to uh, participate in the passion of Christ, and we Catholics have the means of doing it uh, through the Scripture, through the Rosary. Uh, we can do the Stations of the Cross at home, with by ourselves, with our families. Um, we're still called to be holy. And that's what I believe God wants us to do. That's what he's calling for us. Um, this pandemic is historical. This uh, The church closing its doors has never been done before. And um, this obviously is God is talking to us. God is communicating something to us. He's calling for us to stop and pay attention uh, to what's happening. He's speaking to us. Uh, even in silence, God is still speaking to us. So uh, without wasting any time, let's, uh, let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. I confess to Almighty God, to Blessed Mary Ever Virgin, to Blessed Michael the Archangel, to Blessed John the Baptist, to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, and to all the saints, that I have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I invoke Blessed Mary Ever Virgin, Blessed Michael the Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, and all the saints, to pray to the Lord our God for me. May Almighty God have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins. Amen. Entrance Antipon Content, O Lord, with my contenters. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise in my defense, O Lord, my mighty help. Grant, we pray, O mighty God, that though in our weakness we fail, we may be revived through the passion of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. First reading will be from the book from the prophet Isaiah. Uh, he will not cry out, nor make his voice heard in the street. The first oracle of the servant of the Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one, with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. 
He shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the streets. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench, until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teachings. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spreads out the earth with its crops, who gives breath to its people, and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I have formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind and to bring our prisoners from confinement and from the dungeon those who live in darkness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So now the next one will be the responsorial psalm. It will be Psalm 27. The response is going to be, The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my salvation. When evildoers come at me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies themselves stumble and fall. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war be waged upon me, even then shall I trust. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Amen. The next one will be uh, the Gospel according to John. Um, this is going to uh, be from John chapter 12, verse 1 to 11. Hail to you, our King. You alone are compassionate with our faults. A reading from the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a litter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas, the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the, contrib the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone, let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out 
that he was there and came not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This um, is interesting. I haven't read this passage in a long time. Um, I've been trying to find... I remember Judas saying something like this. And interesting, the other day, uh, I think it was a few days ago, yeah, I did something about um, Judas Iscariot because about the man. And um, he is such a shadowy figure. He remains so hidden in the shadows, even in the Gospels, that sometimes you, you, you actually forget certain things that he says. And... Um, uh, Jim Bishop uh, pointed out, and I read that recently, where Judas is someone, a practical man, and he's speaking practically here. When you think about it, he is a, a practical uh, cleric. <laughs> he's the a practical man, the unbeliever. You know, uh, we, we've been dealing so much with so many politics lately, with so much political arguments uh, so many of our uh, fellow citizens in this country want to put together a socialist society. And they want to put together what they feel is socially fair, economically fair to the poor, to, to those people who are marginalized. Here, uh, Mary, the the, the sister of Lazarus comes with an expensive um, perfume, uh, ointment, oil. Um, I, I think I remember from a commentary, nard comes from India. And it's very costly. And it actually is, can be used for burial. Uh, they use these um, powerful uh, pungent smells oils during these burials, the reason why they anoint the bodies with these, like, um, myrrh, it's because it keeps the, um, the worms, um, from coming onto the corp, the, the remains of the, of your dead loved one. You anoint it and you, uh, it's used part of almost like a bombing ritual, but I don't, the Jews didn't really practice that, but they covered the body with the spices and herbs and um and ointments um in in order as as a sign of love as a sign of love and a way to um keep maggots and worms from uh from you know coming onto the body and feeding off the body of the par the person who's perished um not exactly a great subject to talk about but we're dealing with a great global pandemic and a lot of people uh, are dying. And uh, we hear stories like this in Spain about a an ice ring where corpses, uh, coffins, 
parishes in Italy where a lot of people uh, coffins. Um, it's it's a um, you know it's it's a very tough thing what we're going through. But the point is, is like with someone like Judas, he's practical and he needs something to emotionally sustain him. Jim Bishop says it's money for someone like him. It's money. It's uh, also playing in the shadows. He's someone who plays in the shadows, but never completely wants to put himself in the spotlight. He doesn't want to get complete attention of himself, but he just basically hovers in the background, in the shadows, and he'll suggest things to people, which is is a sign of a very uh a politically smart man uh almost like you could say he wants to be a political advisor uh you know never completely putting himself in the star on the spotlight never completely uh getting full attention but being just enough that he can survive you know and that's you know that's a lot of people worship politics a lot of people do that and judas Sounds like almost like some of the characters we know in the government and among the clergy. And it's kind of sad because um, people like that do great harm and do great damage. He never believed in Jesus. He never did. Jesus was fine for him as long as he could survive. And now... He's seeing the the the, the outside forces, um, the temple, the, the Pharisees, the um, the Sanhedrin, um, the 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 high priesthood, uh, possibly even revolutionaries in his uh, in in the, that time of Judea and time of our Lord. Um, and also other common religious people on the sidelines, they're starting to get pretty angry and upset who this Jesus of Nazareth is. He performs miracles. He uh, is getting the attention of the common people. Father uh, Benedict Groeschel, the late Benedict Groeschel, said in one of his voices, he, you know, he came in on on that particular Sunday and the crowds were mostly the poor, uh, the religiously biased, but not very educated. They came to him and they were waving branches and Hosanna, which means hooray, can be translated as hooray. And they, they believed in Jesus. Now, the obviously, Pilate's not going to be there. He could care less. Uh, Caiaphas and Annas uh, of the uh, the high priesthood uh, were not happy about this. Uh, some time ago, and uh, you know, you know, they they, they believe they believe he did it twice. That he turned the money changes over twice. Some say the the beginning of his ministry, and then the second time around, he did it. And told everybody to get, to get all these animals or businessmen out of the uh, the courtyard. And 
the business was owned by Caiaphas and Annas. They made sure they 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 took control of the um, the sacrifices, where the individual per, a poor person would have to bring their own sacrifice, their own animal for 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 sacrifices. Uh, Annas and Caiaphas made sure you had to buy it from them. Pretty clever, um, and then the people, of course. Um, it caused an economic uh, problem. You know, you uh, your Passover lamb, you had to raise yourself according to the law of Moses. You had to buy your own pa- pa- Passover lamb for the sacrifice. The whole, the whole family had to take care of the animal. This is, this is, this is what the most interesting thing. You had to take care of the animal, Ner- take care of it, make sure it's healthy, uh, it becomes part of the family, I believe. And then what happens is when the time for sacrifice, it's very painful. It's very painful. It becomes an animal that because you cared about it, you you protected it. And now the painful part of the sacrifice. Jesus was around for three years. And for those three years, they had to examine him. They, they interrogated him. They heard him speak. And now they want him dead. Pilate comes along, examines him, interrogates him, and then says, I find no fault in the man. The sacrificial lamb had to have no blemishes, no sign of sin. Jesus himself said, I have no sin. Which which of you can convict me? Judas comes along and sells his master for 30 pieces of silver. Judas, who was one of the 12, always repeated over and over again. When you read the scriptures, it keeps saying one of the 12. They never denied that he was one of them. Never once did they ever deny that he was one of them. And this is something that I think is very important, is that the Gospels obviously want us to realize that sin, that sinners, we sinners, are members of the church. The ones who hurt Jesus, the ones who do great harm and damage to his church, is always someone from within the church. Outside the church, we can deal with it. But one of the biggest problem is, is that we are not dealing with the problems that are within our church. The problems going on within our clergy and the problems going on within our members, our ranks, our politicians who keep supporting abortion, our politicians who keep supporting euthanasia, our own fellow Catholics and supporting gay marriage. And we have priests within the church who are promoting the same thing, going against the gospel. We have bishops who uh, you know, rub elbows with politicians who support evil, evil, uh, you know, doctrines, evil, you know, evil political ideas. And it's, let's face it, it's one of the twelve. It's one of us Catholics. It's one of us Christians. And 
it's, you know, it's to, to a point now we have to ask, yes, is this a chastisement from God? Why can't it be? Why shouldn't God chastise it, chastise the world? We always say, well, that was the Old Testament God. This is the New Testament God. It's, is, it, is, is there two gods? Do we believe in two, dualism? What is it? The father was a grumpy old man sitting on the throne, uh, you know, suffering from an ulcer or something? No. It's we believe in one God. We believe in we we bless and we consecrate in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, not in their names. And that's something we as Catholics have to start studying our faith and being more clear. We have to develop a culture, a culture of prayer a culture of sanctity, a culture of of holiness, not be culturally Catholic, not be nominally Catholic. So uh, let's end, end it with a prayer. So I know this is not part of it, but let's say the Apostles' Creed. We should always remember um, what we believe in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, we'll say um, a prayer for um, a Hail Mary for um, the Catholics who have passed away, uh, the people who um, have died. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for the holy souls in purgatory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say um, a Hail Mary for the nurses, the doctors, um, the, the people who are in the hospitals uh, fight, helping victims of the coronavirus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for those who are uh, suffering from the coronavirus, who may have been afflicted or watching a family member who might be uh, afflicted by some disease, any, any particular disease, cancer, uh, diabetes, or anything um, that could be um, you know, of great burden. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. And we'll say a prayer for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a prayer for all those people uh, who are in the uh, holy orders, who are also helping out, um, we'll, uh, nuns, uh, religious, uh, pre even our fellow priests, uh, our priests and bishops, our local parishes. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. God bless, and uh, we'll meet again soon.